Hello and welcome to the Don't Lose Your Head podcast. Now, also in Spanish. Uh, this is episode something something. Uh, we're going to talk about events because lo and behold, there were a couple of years of some sort of pox and no one did anything. And then suddenly, holy shit, there's heresy events all over the place, at least here in Sweden. And you've attended two of them. And we're also going to have some special guests on who've attended some others, or yeah, or the same. Uh, and we'll get to hear about them soon. But first things first, in the couple of months since last time, Niklas, what have you been up to? I have been... Uh, what have I been doing? Holy shit. I've been painting some Dark Elves, mostly. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, so you're, you're having this uh, starting up campaign thing, or what do you call it? Like a slow grow... Yeah, we're doing like a border patrol games, uh, uh-huh. which is five hundred points using a glorious sixth edition. Oh yeah! Um, and then we're going to escalate. I think we're going to go straight to a thousand points because that's a bit uh, redundant to just increase it two hundred fifty points. It's not going to get that big of a difference. And also, yeah. I noticed that like uh, I set the date like two months ahead. Like this is a start date. Uh, come there with 500 points um, of painted stuff and yeah. then people didn't have everything painted anyway so like <laughs> slow growing it to like 750 mm-hmm. there's no point because the people who don't paint their models are not going to have them painted anyway so what so you're allowing them to play anyway my god yeah they're like two two new guys um, oh well i guess you have to try to guys. try to get them into the Maybe you should arrange like uh, hobby painting nights or something. Could be a nice way of getting them. You know, oh, this time we meet, but we just sit down and paint. Yeah. So I but, tell uh, the 40k players, if you have time to play, you have time to paint. Yep, yep. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but it's been going nice so far. Or, or what? What have you been uh, adding them to your dark elves? <clears throat> so I uh, painted five dark riders, two characters. 15 Corsairs and 5 Shades in my starting army. Yeah. And uh, now I've just assembled some more Dark Riders. Uh, I needed some more Dark Riders and then some guy posted them on like the Swedish Facebook trade page. And, like, fucking sweet. Perfect. This is what I needed. Oh. So now I've like built another hero on a horse. So I used Mel's Darkblade. Uh, Mel's Darkblade model. Oh, nice. Gave him a lance and put him on a horse. Oh, cool. Yeah. So he will be like a, a hero riding around with the Dark Riders. Yeah. And um, like, sh- like a, a master or what, what are they called? Like the hero choice. Are they master? Noble, or... I think. The noble. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I got some um, Cold One Knights. Ooh. Um, so I uh, was very lucky to find them at this store close to me and which uh, which models are you going for there is it the old godzilla ones so it's the it's the old riders on the new mounts actually oh yeah okay ultimate combo yep i, I do love the new ones they look really cool yeah but the um uh, the old riders are fucking sick i love them i love the aesthetic like they're way more uh well they're edgier they're yeah. more like uh, more of these zigzag lines and just I don't know they're really cool Gi- giant horns and stuff right on the helmet isn't it like a yeah they go out like a 
massive unibrow. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> I do like that look. Uh, I mean, that and, ties uh, together with the rest of your army then better, I guess. Yeah, and also the like the spears or the the lances. Yeah, they have the zigzag kind of thing. And I read like um, um, the guy who drew a lot of the art for the Dark Elves. I think it's David Gallagher, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Some some guy. On Instagram, wrote like the the process of painting the dark elves, like the the aesthetics, and this like kind of zigzag aesthetic that they were going for for this edition. Because the dark elves change a lot through the editions. Yeah, uh, and I like realized that they completely lost that with the new writers. They have yeah, no of the zigzag thing. Yeah, it's a bit and weird. Uh, like the their lances have this more of a Fisher Fisher vibe, like a Sidon. Oh kind of thing with the oh okay or these the like a trident or a hook or yeah like the like the the hooks that you have on on uh, like those kind of things like barbed hooks yeah oh okay so they have like a very different aesthetic and also the the plastic kit was fucking shit like really chris i remember chris told me like it seems like he said that the the new kit is like a bad chinese pirate copy of it and i was like yeah sure Whatever, oh. and then I got it. And like, holy shit, he's right. This, this is terrible. Like, <laughs> everything was just like mismatched. Like nothing really fit together. Everything oh. was crooked. Yeah. The, the, the like the molding was bad in general. It's just okay. bad. And that's not Poor, what you would bad. expect from a new kit. But I guess they were they were pretty early in the new plastic kits or something. Yeah, I mean, I have a white dwarf where they where they introduce like the new. Uh, dark elves, where you got like the new dread spears and uh, new chariots and whatever. But in that one, the the ride, the cold one riders are old. They're not. They're not added there. They must have been added before. Yeah, I got some of those old, old men. So I don't know what, what I'll use them for. Maybe like pack animals or something. Oh, that could be cool. Yeah, the the stockier version of the yeah the brood lizard brood <laughs> mothers. Chode, chode lizards. Yeah, yeah. Godzilla. Um, okay, but nice. Uh, so you have your. Is that for your five hundred points then? The the colonists. Col- they're they're yeah. going to be added for the one thousand points. Ah, oh, okay, okay, cool. Um, along with some more shades, uh-huh. a couple of repeater bolt throwers. Yeah. Couple. We'll we'll see. See yeah. what I add. Okay. Scary. <laughs> um, but I have not been doing any 30k. Um, I, uh, yeah, I got to use some of the, the like, newer stuff at this event, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I painted those things ages ago, so okay. I haven't really used them since, uh, since painting them. But since uh, since the event, did you get any inspiration of like, oh yeah, I should get this unit or that unit or uh, because I mean that, that that's usually when I feel like I need to paint something new is like after an event. Yeah, problem is like storage, really. Like where to keep mm-hmm. all that thing. Like another thing of my my entire suitcase full of tanks. Yeah, <laughs> uh, maybe we should just change something. I don't know. It mm-hmm. would be uh, cool though to have a uh, like a flyer, like a storm eagle would be fun. Oh yeah, add, add lots of the gameplay. Yeah, so. and I mean, as we will talk later with some of our special guests, also the um, sort of waiting for 
a new box to drop, sort of, and everyone's sort of like, ah, oh, yeah. I don't want to start any new army yet. What if because I want to know what they're planning, or you know, are there rules changes, or are there new cool models that I want to add, or something? So yeah, I think yeah, a lot of people yeah, there's are, a new are waiting. Box with like thirty mark six, and maybe I'll do something completely different. Yeah, <clears throat> we'll do a new army. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, very, very excited to see. <laughs> well, uh, I'm excited and also exhausted with Games Workshop. <laughs> <clears throat> Show some models. Show them, yeah, exactly. Show them now. I mean, there, there there was a weekender or something where they had Heresy, right? Uh, which we can talk about now, I guess. But uh, And, and it, it was sort of like, oh, okay, but now they have their chance to show these leaked photos of a box, presumably, that will drop soon. And perhaps with new rules and whatever, whatever. Uh, but we didn't get that. But we did get Jagatai Khan, right? That's that was at this. Did you watch that live stream? Uh, no, I did not. I, I I saw it afterwards. I think it was it was terrible. Oh really? <laughs> it was. Uh, I mean, there was so much like dead space in between the reviews, and I'm sitting there like, show it, kind of show it. Yeah. And then they of course like show the the heresy last. Um, oh. But uh, yeah, they're just showing so much crap before. Yeah, I get to see what I want to see. And I mean, that's a bit sad because I mean, of course, it was great to get the con, but I guess a lot of people were waiting for something more for everyone, maybe, or you know, with yeah, a new starter box or something. Uh, but that said, the I I'm really happy with the, the model for the con. Yeah, I think it, it looks great. exactly as I wanted him to. And then some people were like, "Oh, but he's on foot here." When do we get to see him on the jet bike then? Because, I mean, that's the thing with him, that he has a, a double profile, right? You can either take him on foot or on his jet bike. And I guess the jet bike is the most iconic. But, I mean, if it looks this good on foot, maybe they... I don't know, maybe that's a marketing thing. Like, now, if they would have dropped the jet bike first, no one would ever bother buying him on foot, maybe. Whereas now it's like, well, I might as well try to use him on foot first. And maybe you see them that, oh, this works pretty nice. Or, you know, this is... It's going to look pretty ridiculous in a bike, I think. Unless, unless like, the bike is humongous, or he will look like he's riding a tricycle. Oh, yeah. like No, but I think, I'm surely it will be scaled to him. I think it will be. Yeah, but then it's got to be massive, right? It's got to be yeah. like, a, uh, like, a land, like a javelin or something. Bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess. <laughs> like a javelin, but he just took both seats or something. <laughs> Maybe he's standing <laughs> on the seats. And then... Or something. Oh, wait. Manfred is calling that. He was great. (laughs) Model was was great. (laughs) Are we having our special guest on earlier? I don't know. He he just started calling me here. Uh, Wait, wait, wait. wait. He is joining us. You are all very lucky. Oh, Uh, Oh, damn. Manfred Manfred has decided to grace us with his presence. Link. You you do that. Uh, meanwhile, you, I can I can tell, tell you us what you've been doing. Uh, oh yeah, but I, I want to just talk about some of uh, the cons rules. Ah. now that we're now we've talked about the model. Um, so he has like the basic Primark stats. So you know sixes around the corner, sort of. I think that's the standard. But he has higher weapon skills. The so weapon skill seven and initiative eight. He's sort of like a bit like Fulgrim. I mean, he's one of the best duelists, I guess. Um, 
Uh, let's see, is Manfred here now in the studio as well? Hello there. Oh, hello. What, what, Morning, what Manfred. A beautiful, beautiful voice. <laughs> Thank you very much. Very I've been nice. Taking up uh, radio for a long time. Oh wow! Damn, damn. <laughs> I love your, I love your connection there. It's, it works great. <laughs> you, we're just, we're just talking about new stuff and uh, that the con, the con model. What do you think about the con model? Oh yeah, yeah. It looks awesome. Yeah. Um, I love the sword, but oh, they, yeah. they haven't showed a version with the bike, right? No, exactly. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. And I, and I was thinking, do you, do you think that's because? If they would have dropped the bike, no one would bother to buy him on foot. Or hmm. I don't know. Maybe rules wise, just make a conversion kit, like with just a bike, like a set of legs on the bike, and you can. Oh, uh, the top is. The, do you think? Yeah, magnetize it, his the, the top of his body or something. Does he have a ah. good rider pose though? Like his torso. Ah, uh, uh, maybe it'll look. Maybe they will make a separate one. But he is like four hundred points on foot, and on his jet bike, he's four hundred and sixty. But sure, when he, cheap. yeah, it's, I guess that's pretty. Is it? Uh, what, what, or, or maybe I don't, know, I don't know. Isn't the I, what isn't do they usually the, cost? Primer isn't Ferris minus like four fifty or something? I don't know. Four fifty. Mm. I don't know. Just I don't, on okay. It's been so long. When he when when he goes on his jet bike, he drops his initiative to seven instead of eight, but his toughness goes up to seven instead, oh. and he then gets the jet bike rules. Um, he also, instead of having Crusader, he get, gets Unmatched Rider. I think that's just that they don't care about terrain. They never take dangerous terrain or something. Oh. Uh, and then he has a Shoujutsu Pattern Void Bike. Whatever the hell that is. Is that something we've seen already? Uh, I'm not a, sure if the special here... uh, choice has, or not special, um, what do you call it? The special uh, White Scars uh, bikes, are they called that? I don't know. I don't know. It's according to this source, uh, th this void bike is more of an ultra light fighter craft, which I guess makes sense. It's not. It's too big to be a jet <laughs> bike. Uh, and he gets D three Hammer of Wrath, two mastercrafted heavy bolters, uh, but also like a cool thing with him having a jet bike is that he he gets like a. Oh yeah, I think that's with unmatched rider. Also, he has like three plus jinx save. So you know he, well, okay. So when he's on foot, he has or uh, whenever well, he has his armor, which is like a two plus armor save and a five plus invulnerable. And five plus invulnerable is not that good if you're sh shot by plasma, right? If you're in the field and suddenly yeah. a plasma support squad comes, you're like, ah, oh, fuck, a five plus invulnerable. That's not too good. But then you just jink with him, and suddenly he has a three plus save against that. That's yeah. pretty good, right? You can still uh, charge after jinking, right? Yeah, you, turn you just after. can't. I think you just can't shoot, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, oh no, two heavy bolters. Oh no, <laughs> I think you can manage that. Uh, I think that also says something about the bike, right? If it's gonna have two mastercrafted heavy bolters and a normal dildo bike has one, so maybe that's <laughs> about the size or something. Um, his armor does give him a three plus invulnerable when he's in close combat. I think that's sort of similar to Fulgrim as well. He has something like that. I don't know. Um, then he has a cool sword which gives him, gives him plus one strength on the charge. It's always AP2 and it has like duelist edge and mastercrafted. Uh, so I mean, he's he's tooled up to be a like a duelist, right? He takes out, yeah, he wins. He, skill? Sorry, uh, seven, right. So I think slightly higher than most Primarchs, right? 
or maybe tied to a lot of them. Uh, still won't, won't still won't be like we hit on five spite regulars. So this it'll be whatever skill eight in the in close combat, I guess, or in a challenge. Yeah. Oh, is that what you need? You need, oh, yeah, that's true. You need the du double. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So maybe somewhere in between, I guess Fulgrim has higher. Maybe the lion also has higher weapon skill. Can't remember, but um, yeah, uh, nice to see. And he was the final Primarch, right? I think so, yeah. We got them all. There's some fantastic detail on him. I mean, the uh, dualist yeah. pistol on his right hip. Yeah, and all of, all of the studs in the leather leather of his armor and uh, it's fantastic. Yeah, think, One of the best yeah, ones yet. Yeah, I I agree, and I think this that's so cool then because then it's like, well, will he look even better than on his jet bike or you know I don't know I guess that's what people have been waiting for at least. But uh, but this was great, um, uh, and I think yeah, that's most of the new stuff. I can just briefly go through uh, what I've been doing. Um, I've painted up my uh, uh, plague gores so a unit of 20 gores with like a shaman and stuff uh, so they're done for my nurgle army gores no they're not they're not pestigore they're pox gores <laughs> because they're they're not be they're not the bestigore version they're just normal gore version ah all right that's why i'm yeah have to be specific and i also converted them myself <laughs> uh, and i also finished six of the fat dudes the pu putrid blight kings i just call them fat nurgle dudes on foot uh but i love the models they're all individual with lots of gross stuff i love them so much that i got three more from this i don't know what they're called you know one of these like underworlds or warband or whatever they got there's like three models um for for nurgle some sort of warband thing uh and one of them is a witch who has some sort of cat with like a cat with a Nurgle head or something. Looks gross. <laughs> but that will be my, my main wizard for my Nurgle army. Remember uh, this uh, cat my friend had that always had a runny nose? Oh yeah, those uh, the ones with the real ugly little face. <laughs> Perhaps. Um, and now I'm working on my Bile Trolls. Ooh. Uh, the Forge World models. And they're, they're lovely. They have so much yucky stuff on them, so it's a bit hard to know what to paint in what color, but I'm pretty happy in it, about it. Uh, and Let's other than that, I just... Begin and troll end. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I'm thinking of converting some uh, puke coming out of one of them. Um, nice. Hmm? And Will otherwise, I'm just... pale as well? Uh, yeah, they're sort of... They're not as pale as the rest. For most of my guys, I uh, for the skin I use... Uh, Rakarth flesh and then uh, like Reichland flesh uh, a very thinned out Reichland flesh shade over that um, but these ones I went for Seraphim sepia instead so they look more yellow in their skin oh, nice. and I think it looks nice it's sort of like you know it will, like bile right isn't bile a bit yellow or am I completely wrong no, with my anatomy so. Ma Manfred, yellow green <laughs> oh, I guess like yellow green or something <laughs> yeah yeah so I'm thinking they're you know a bit a yellow skin like you have some problem with your liver or something you get some sort of <laughs> alcohol I think... like bile trolls exactly exactly <laughs> like. uh, but uh, but they're great and otherwise I'm just daydreaming about uh, a tomb king army mm. uh, and how fun that would be 
So uh, we'll see what happens next year. <laughs> I haven't ordered anything yet, but I just keep looking for. I haven't found like the, the you know the the traditional color scheme. I just want to know what colors they use for this, you know, lovely turquoise and red and gold, of course, also. I want to find some some nice guides on how to paint that. But then I thought, isn't it, Nicholas, in the old fantasy rule books, like sixth edition maybe? Do they did they usually include also how to paint the army in the back? Yeah. Yeah, they did. They did. They did. Okay, good. So I'll just look through some older Tomb King's uh, rule books then. And maybe I'll find it there. So you need to find an old Tomb King box and just look at the, the back side of the box. They usually that is true. The, the main colors. That is true. I think, yeah, I, I think I have seen that somewhere. But... I remember how uh, outraged I was back then, like, when I painted something, just using that color. And like, this didn't turn out like the picture at all. No, sure. They, they, I mean, that's still the case, right? That they show, they show the basic Three colors. For like yeah. a, a heavy metal <laughs> yeah, exactly. model. Oh, just a part uh, Just uh, red, green, and blue, bro. Just mix it together. Exactly. That's all you need. <laughs> oh, but um, with that, first we're gonna hear about Nicholas going to Scandus, and then go to our next guest, uh, which is Leon, who went to the south of Sweden to Malmo for his for well for the Wargaming Weekend event, and then we'll hear about Manfred and Nicholas going to BSK. And we're back. Yes. And time to talk about the first event. And for this one, you were our agent in the field. Yeah. Good I was supposed to go there, but he cancelled in the yep. end. And uh, I went up there with uh, Arvid. To, to, where to? Where to? To, uh, uh, to a field in the middle of nowhere. For uh, Scandus. Mighty, yeah. mighty Scandus. I yeah. don't know if we if we said that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Skandos. So it's been like the the biggest event mm-hmm. uh, in Sweden, and this year was no exception. It was like I remember, like I was thinking, should I go? Should I not go? And then uh, I'll just decide later. And then Freddie posted that like almost all the tickets are gone. There's only two spots left. It's like yeah, and there were like oh, sixty get one. tickets, right? Yeah. Just ooh, crazy. So I snagged the ticket and it turned out to be like a Leviathan pod left. And it's oh. really funny because like uh, uh when when I was talking to people there, it seemed like a lot of people were like, Yeah, I wanted to play, but there were no spots left, so I had to play Leviathan. It seems like oh. a disproportionate number of people said that. <laughs> okay. Um but did they have the units that, that they could play Leviathan then? Some did, some borrowed. Mm. Um, yeah, so there were three uh, levels of play. Uh-huh. So there were this, uh, like Centurion, like Somertalis, F- 15, 1500 points or something. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Frontline, regular army list, 2500. And then Leviathan, which was 3500. Oh, nice. Well, I mean, you so, were you were well suited for Leviathan, at least. Yeah, I actually wanted to play that list, uh, yeah. like my three super heavies and <laughs> all my tanks, basically. That's what Scandus is for. Yeah, do whatever. <laughs> so uh, experimented with a lot of different 
game mechanics throughout mm-hmm. Scandus. Mm-hmm. I remember the first Scandus was just like, I think that was just 3,000 points, and I was like, oh my god, that's so yeah. big. <gasps> um, and then they just like made it bigger and bigger. And yeah, bigger. and then there was like, oh, the first time you saw like a Titan. Oh my yeah. god. Then there were like Titan houses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then that year they had like a big wall as well. Oh yeah. Which is like a massive multiplayer game, and then they had like other multiplayer games where you saw like levels in a space station and thing. Yeah. Uh, but this time they were running the the real time event mm. that the Danes have come up with. Yeah. The Realtax um, system. Yeah. And they had like all of these different point levels in the same map. Oh yeah. So is... the idea, but the idea was that. Uh, that the big armies could only w- walk on certain maps, right? And then, yeah. So the so smaller armies could avoid the bigger war- armies if they wanted to, but they yeah. could also, if you were unlucky, come up against something super scary. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I really like the system. I played it before. I organized events with it, both mm-hmm. 30k and in fantasy. And I think it's a it's a great campaign system because. Uh, it's a great way to, to like build a story over just one day without having to have like a campaign spanning weeks or months. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, and uh, usually it's in Solentuna, but this time it was out, as I said, in the middle of nowhere, in a, mm-hmm. on a, like on a field in a big digord. Oh. Um, which is a roomy place, but that's good. not... But not roomy enough. Oh, okay. <laughs> because, as you said, it was like 60 people signed up. I think uh, we weren't exactly 50, maybe, I don't know, high 40s or 50s. Okay. It was a, a big amount of people. There was like yeah. a lot of people there. Which is also kind of crazy thing, but like the, the, there were so many people there <laughs> and not that many people going to other events. Yeah, that's a bit, uh, I mean, good marketing, I guess. Good. Yeah. Freddy does that. Yep. <laughs> um so yeah, uh the when I first got there, uh the evening before, the uh, Jens was there. Yeah. Uh putting the tables up. And uh th- yeah, it was a very it's a very tight fit to fit all the tables there. <laughs> I don't know if uh, there's just like like um one table per two people, or if they had to have more tables because of the system. Um, ah, yeah, that's, less. that's true. I don't know. But uh, it's a very tight squeeze. Like, you, you had to squeeze past the tables whenever you wanted to go to the other side of the room. <laughs> and and it did not get better once the place was packed with people. No. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we started on Saturday. And did you get any, any games in before? I think um, I don't know if anyone played that evening. Maybe they did, mm-hmm. but we got there pretty late. It was further than I, we thought at first. <laughs> um, but yeah, we started on the Saturday. Got off to a pretty slow start. I don't know. They had some problem with the system, and then uh, they had this big projector with oh, the yeah. map, and then you have this this app on your phone, and I remember the evolutions of this game system because I was there I was there 
10,000 yeah. years ago yeah. when they just wrote like where you're going on a piece of paper. Yeah. They had like a, just a big sheet of paper and then you wrote Nicholas going there this time. Uh, and then they made this like app for it. Like you used it's awesome. It's like a, just a page on the internet. Yeah. And uh, cleverly designed so that uh, you have like a big screen, the projector, mm-hmm. where you can see the map and everything moving. And you don't have the map on your phone because they wanted to avoid people just looking at their phones. Oh, yeah. Um, but this did not work very well now because the projector was very, very bad. And ah, okay. You could only see part of the map for some reason. Or no, uh, it was, this was because it's just massive. It's yeah, like maybe. There's it 60 people. Yeah. So they had to make like a massive map. And uh, they're not just like connected to the, the, the locations, they're just connected to the locations next to it. Sometimes the line goes like across for a longer distance because it's like a spaceport or a underway or something. Mm. And uh, yeah, the massive map, really shitty projector, mm. and you can see anything. Like I had to stand right next up to it, and I got a headache in like the first ten minutes of trying to see where anything was or what the name was of anything. Oh. So that was a bad start. Uh, just had a massive headache the rest of the day because of the the resolution on that the projector. <laughs> so, ah, like you, you weakling, you have to train your. <laughs> yeah. So then, like, we started moving about, and then I uh, rocked up to this table where uh, two people were already playing, mm-hmm. and then I just came in from the side, and then we totally. Massacred the opponent. Were there like two Leviathan people playing there or something? Or mm, no, he has knights, and uh, I don't know if he got reinforced, but uh, just like a, two normal people playing, and then I came in as a Leviathan and just oh annihilated <laughs> uh, things. Well, he had a warhound actually. We killed right. like first turn. Damn. Um, Damn. But yeah, and that was kind of the theme. Of most games, like, could you to... then? Re- but he could then retreat, right? So to yeah. save it, if yeah, but it's like two people playing a normal game, mm. they're having a good game, like mm. first two turns, and then a Leviathan player shows up from either side, blows the guy away mm. in one or two turns, and <laughs> then they take their models off the table because they retreat. Because ah. there's no point in staying like on a table where you have first your like a regular opponent that you're having like a, a matched game with. And then three and a half thousand points of this carnage showing up. <laughs> I mean you you're not you're not gonna be able to to win that either way. Yeah. And then if you lose units you take time replenishing them also or Yeah. Oh yeah. So the, yeah, you don't wanna get your army wiped out and just sit and wait, I guess. Yeah. But did the Leviathan lists not manage to find each other so that they could play balanced games? Or No, because uh, some of the Leviathan lists had Warlord Titans, and a Warlord Titan is just like a... It's, it doesn't work in this in this edition of the game. Like It's just too powerful. Oh, so other, other Leviathan lists would avoid the, those Leviathan lists then? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. And look for easy prey. I guess that's natural, though, as you would look for 
something That's, that you could uh, win, I guess. Qui-Gon said, there's always the bigger fish. Yeah. <laughs> Not um, for the warlord, there is. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he's got armor value 15, a bunch of D weapons, and like 30 hull points or something. Yeah. Even um, if you're, you're three super heavy tanks, what could they do? Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, I think, I don't know if it's immune to Haywire. Might be or might not, but the guy can do like a couple of hull points. Uh, the Fellblade with his like massive cannon can penetrate it quite easily because it's strength 9 armor bane, but then it still only does one hull point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I guess that's sort of a. It was. Those rules were made a long time ago, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is like the. What the. Um, I don't know, seventh iteration of the third edition rulebook. Made in nineteen ninety nine. So yeah, this this doesn't work with a warlord. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a great idea. Uh, I really like the the idea of like the real time thing uh, to be able to to choose who you fight. Mm-hmm. But eventually, the warlord will fight someone, and mm-hmm. they will not have a good time. Oh, okay. And the warlord players didn't even have a good time because they were like, "Yeah, I showed up at this table, I shot." For one turn, and then they retreated, and then yeah, they repeated this <laughs> over and over. Yeah, <laughs> and we did manage to like uh, corner a warlord, mm-hmm. uh, me and Arvid, who also had a leviathan. So we had two leviathanists against a warlord, and oh, cool. he had a, like a warhound as well in this list. But uh, Arvid managed to kill the warhound, and he hadn't replenished. So it's just like the warlord on his own. Oh. And we still didn't take it out. Oh damn! Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, like halfway through the day as well, someone noticed that you can go to like a, a, a part of this app where you can actually see the map on your phone. Oh. But you can oh, only sweet. see like part of it yeah. for some reason. So that was like the only way that you could see the map. Um, <laughs> so you could see part of the map on your phone. Okay. Everyone's just walking around looking at their phones. And it was so tight, like with people, all of those people. So, like, whenever I wanted to go to my commander or something, mm-hmm. it was just like a, like a fucking project getting to the <laughs> other side of the room. Yeah. Like, why bother? Or maybe you could crawl under the tables. <laughs> I guess there's yeah. stuff, yeah, boxes and stuff. But maybe you should have had like walkie talkies for the commanders or something. Like, oh, yeah. this is and- Red 5 calling commander. And I like that the commanders were gone a lot of time as well. Yeah. Our commander on the last team had to go do some errands or something, so he was just gone. And then the traitor uh, commander just resigned after half of the day on Saturday or something. Oh no! And, and then Freddy was the Freddy was the the commander of the separatists, and okay. he was like sitting by the computer, so he had a great view of the map, so he could just move <laughs> the agents around as well. Taking over all the zones, and like <laughs> no one had any idea how to counter that because he couldn't see the map. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's unfortunate. The, yeah, uh, <laughs> it was very chaotic. <laughs> and then on the second day, they removed the function of looking at part of the map on your phone, so then uh-huh. you were back at looking at the the shitty resolution projector, so you couldn't see anything again. Oh. Um. Yeah, and then second day I also just got pushed around by warlords, mm. and then eventually 
it was just over. Then we left. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was a very like uh, uh, it petered out ending as well because because it was a real time thing. Like someone had gotten knocked out, and they were like, "Well, it's not gonna be enough time to stick around, so I'm just gonna leave now." Ah, uh, okay. Um, and I guess there was no raffle this year, right? No, no. They they're saving up for a super big raffle next next year. I think I've heard. Uh, but yeah. uh, I mean, otherwise you would have like a natural ending, sort of, or something. Yeah, because like uh, the last, at least the last, uh, first one. I mean. Yeah, so, yeah, like the the great ending, like uh, handing out the sword. The sword was there. Oh, cool. Um, but yeah, did I, you? Uh, I mean, um, uh, did you go out on the after the first day, or was there a place to go for drinks no, or something? No, we just stayed in in the this oh, yeah. place. Oh, okay, so, as I you said, had... it was in the middle of nowhere on a field. Right. Yeah, uh, but you had so beer there and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, nice. we had our own party. Um, so that was nice. Yeah. Um, uh, so, did you do you remember any of the other games you played? Uh, crushed the first guy, and then after that, I was basically pushed around by warlords. <laughs> so was it like, oh shit, he's coming to this table next? I'd better. Could you like predict? Could you see this army is moving towards me? Okay, I'll better move. Yeah, it's like I go to a place where there's no warlord, yeah. and then I start shooting at the enemy team, and he's having a bad time because he had like a regular game, and then the warlord guy is like, "I'm coming to your table now." I'm like, "Fuck!" Um, I did have a good game against the uh, uh, night house. Um, uh-huh. He had two of those uh, perforants, and, and I managed to kill both of them. I think turn one. Uh-huh. Oh damn! Or at, least, or at least one of them. I think I killed like four knights in, a, in one turn, which was pretty mm. good. Um, so that was a good game. Mm. Uh, and that's the guy. He later showed up when we were me and Arvid were <clears throat> were facing the warlord. Oh, he, could... he yeah. showed up and like ruined our great party of trying to kill the warlord. Well, I mean, it was fair enough, right? He saved the warlord. Yeah, seems like um, a good strategy. Yeah. That was mostly games, just like ruining someone's game by showing up with a massive amount of tanks and then a <laughs> warlord showing up to save them and just blowing me apart. I mean, I guess that's not what you want to hear either. I mean, you want your opponent to be like, oh, you know, oh, what a cool army or something. Uh, and I mean, maybe like, oh, shit, this is going to be tough, but you at least maybe have the same amount of points or something. So you, then, then you could at least be in the mindset of, okay, I have a chance or there's also uh, like uh, this game mode and this this game system mm-hmm. because whoever has turn one, like the the higher point you go, the more decisive it it is. Like who has turn one, because oh, yeah. they can bring all their firepower to bear. Mm-hmm. And in this system, you always kind of have turn one when you show up because you show up and then you can shoot everything. And you can't be shot when you show up, sort of. It's yeah, like your turn starts with your movement, sort of. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, uh, I've, uh, the, the, the guys themselves at Varang and Heresy, they, they've had an episode talking about it. And, uh, and I mean, they found out this as well. Um, and uh, I mean, they, they took a shot. They tried this out. And, you know, kudos for, for trying such an ambitious and cool idea as this yeah. is. Um, 
And then they they realized what didn't work and so, but uh, um, I mean, yeah, they they have addressed these issues and I think they can try to uh, modify it. And maybe maybe this only works for smaller events or something. I don't know. Um, or maybe yeah, definitely, definitely kudos to them for trying it out. Like uh, mm-hmm. whenever I've hosted events, I also just come up with crazy things. And uh, but then it's usually it's like six people <laughs> going to the events <laughs> that I've hosted. So then you can easily just uh, change things mid mid event. Mm. Like, hey, niggas, this doesn't work at all. Like, okay, so don't do it. Do something else. Mm. Yep. And you can just tell that person. But yeah. like when you have this the like an event this big, mm. it's hard to turn the ship around mm. if something mm. isn't working. Mm. And it's hard to like find out what isn't working when there's yeah. just, like so much going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean I know there was some discussions also. Uh, I mean, good that it started some discussions online uh, about how to play and stuff. Or you know, um, I, I'm still for the, trying out different things and then learning from the things that didn't work. So I think that's cool, and I think people should also know. I mean, if you're coming to Scandus, you should know what it's about. You, it, it's always you're, you. You it, it's always going to be the craziest shit. So you can't. <laughs> you have to expect fighting quite scary lists, I guess. Um, but then also for this year, I think, I mean, they were clear about the, the, the format also. Uh, and then, so, I mean, I think you, as a player, you had to know that this is what you, I mean, if you didn't want to play this, then you should have tried some other event, maybe. Uh, but then, of yeah. course, also a shame, the things that didn't work out, you know, game-wise, that, of course, was a, you, you couldn't really help that sort of thing. That that can be fixed until next time, sort of. But um, it was great to hear that there were so many people and also so many new people to this event because that's like, oh, okay, so they've they've just painted out their armies during the pandemic and suddenly they're here and like new people uh, without without events drawing new people in, sort of. That's kind of cool. Yes, yeah, it's a massive amount of people. <laughs> yeah, nice. yeah. So let's hope they try out some of the other events also because I I, I guess. They don't all live around this place, at least. They must have come from far and wide. Yeah. Mm. Definitely. People from all the way from Skåne. Mm? Yeah. Um, very, well, Denmark, very, of course. Yeah. Yeah, the Danes. Powerful Danes. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure... Sh- yeah. yeah. Uh, don't know what to say, really. It's uh, great that they took a shot. It yeah. Ended up in a bit of a car crash. Uh, mm-hmm. But I am excited for next year. So yeah, yeah. Did they uh, uh, talk about any new events coming up there? Like plans for next year? Um, not really. I mm-hmm. remember. Mm-hmm. But usually they have like, uh, or Freddy usually does like Lincoln and yeah. uh, something in between. Scorpius, yeah. it's been called. I think one year. Mm-hmm. It's like that. They usually do an event in August, right? Oh yeah, that's true. And what about, uh, uh, were there any prizes handed out? Any, like, best painted or best army or something like that? I don't know. I left oh. before the, the ceremony. So you couldn't get the Nicholas Award? Yeah. <laughs> maybe you were Sneak not. early. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe you actually did pretty well this time with your list, so. You were not in danger of getting it. Did Max <laughs> go there as well yeah. from England? Ah, oh, nice. That's cool to have. People from so far away. Yeah, sadly, Dom was stopped 
from coming to Sweden because they oh, said he didn't have a valid reason. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, I think I heard that he had gone to like the airport even or something. Yeah, it's just <laughs> crazy. Max but flew I... from uh, like through Poland though, so he had no problem. <laughs> crazy. Oh, what a, yeah, what a crazy time we live in. I guess, yeah, that's what you get for Brexit. Now you can stay on your island. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, wa- we wanted to come here. Mm. Uh, oh, but nice, nice. I guess we'll take a short break and cut to, to our next guest, uh, which is Leon, who went to the south of Sweden, to Malmö. So let's, yeah. let's go to that.
I'm letting it roll away It's got nothing to do with fate And everything to do with And we're back, and we're joined by special guest Leon Green. Hello, everybody. Hi, hi. Long time no speak. Yeah, welcome master, back. Master of the Sekhmet. Master Lord of, of the, the Yes. Lord of Divination I, and stuff. I haven't, I haven't played uh, My Thousand Sons in over two years now. Oh, damn. Yeah, so, so I, put, um, I put them up on the shelf in a n- nice new display case, um, like three days ago. Oh, nice! I and hope then... um, I hope it's covered by glass so they don't live out their future motto: all <laughs> this dust. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, it's uh, it's glass. Yeah, glass doors, all covered. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. I finally managed to nag my way into getting a, a a little glass cabinet as well. Part of our bookshelf, like I got like one, one shelf in the bookshelf. Very happy what? about this. It's a step in the right direction. What mm-hmm. did you have to trade? Uh, everything. <laughs> <laughs> what did it cost? <laughs> um, oh, but yeah, Leon. I was like, oh, what? He, but you, he, you played with his thousand sons. That's why we're talking. No, you, you played with your talents and uh, space wolves. I, I played with my spe- space wolves and my dark angels. Oh, so, oh, shit, yeah. oh, yeah. bamboozled. I, yeah, bamboozled. <laughs> I just uh, passed uh, the talents list completely this year and went oh, straight for the Dark Angels to paint those up. Oh, so did you ever get yes. to play? Because that was the plan for last time, right? Yeah, you exactly, were... yeah. So, I... so you never got to bring the, the no. talents? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the no, poor... no talents have been fielded yet. As of yet. <laughs> But um, yeah, yeah, it's getting there. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I mean, with more events, eventually it'll happen, I think. Yeah. So before we go to the, the Malmö event that you attended, maybe we should just have a, a quick recap of your hobby progress, because you've done quite a lot of fun things in the hobby, right? It was a long time since I was on the podcast, I think. Um, in a period there, I saw myself as like a reoccurring guest, but now yep. Niklas <laughs> referred to me as this like rare fabled animal. Uh, thing it's like a link. I know it exists, but I haven't season. seen one. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. A squatch. Oh, damn. I'm hairy enough to, to count as one. <laughs> yeah. Sure. You're one of those red-headed squatches. The red-headed very giants. Rare, very unique. Yeah. Um, no, but the, the Native Americans talk about red-headed giants, you know, that yeah. were cannibals also. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I, I, I can't say anything about that, but uh, <laughs> no, not officially here on the podcast that police can listen in on. But, but I think but, last time you were on, you were talking about your Thousand Sons, and there's, I think you were talking about making a table for them. Hmm? Yeah, that's still in progress. I'm. Now let's I'm, not talk I'm, about the table. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you two, start these epic tables and never finish them. Yeah. 
I did. Great. I did finish, or I helped out to finish the fantasy table. Oh yeah. So, yeah, you yes. were you were a, a big driving factor in that. In, I mean, it's, it's your it's your table. It's your <laughs> it's, table. Uh, I put the money in for it at least. <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't really used it though. Like that's that's your your guys. It's gonna work. be so so worn out when you get it back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stains all over it, and yep. yeah, you know the drill. Yep. Big yeah, ass no, coffee the, service. Um, pro- oh. Progress in hobby. That's a mm-hmm. that's an interesting aspect. I think last year. Um, I painted up a brand new um, orbital assault space wolf army. Oh yeah, so yeah nice. that's the quickest I've ever done a full army. I think like a brand new army in a year. Um, that was that was awesome. It turned out really good, um, and I've been playing playing with it this event. But now yeah. this year I've started Dark Angels, um, so I've. I painted up around uh, 1,500 points there, but I'm nearly finished with the rest for 2,000 point list. So some progress. They, and they look freaking awesome. I, I would recommend going to your Instagram. Tiskan uh, Talents. Tiskan? Yeah. I can never pronounce it. Tiskan Talents. That's true. Tiskan uh, with a Z, like the, the city in Prospero. On Prospero. Oh, oh, oh. For some, 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 someone knows how it's spelled. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, but I think they're they have a really cool color scheme that you've, or, and the black and everything that you found, uh, and, and a crazy amount of um, uh, what do you call them? Uh, transfers. Yeah, yeah, transfers, <laughs> transfers of all kinds, but but also a lot of checkers. Um, <laughs> but it, that's, I mean, that's the fun part with the hobby, right? You can, yeah. you can. Y- you can paint in so many different ways. So like one day, if you don't feel like painting with a brush, you bring out your airbrush and you do a bit of airbrushing. Another day, if you don't feel like painting with acrylics, you bring out your oils. Another day, if you don't feel like building miniatures, you can just put on some transfers. Like the more techniques you use, the more varied and the more fun your hobby gets, in my opinion. Mm. At least when I like got into my second sort of Warhammer period of, of life. I really enjoyed <laughs> all the new techniques that you could use on yeah. these. Yeah. Yeah. And that, what, that... What, 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 I was going to say, why do you think the, you were so quick with the, the Space Woods? Was that because you really had a plan? I mean, I know you almost planned the list before and bought everything. And... Yeah, exactly. Everything was built. I think that that was ah. a big part of it. So every single model was built uh, previously by me, but I painted it in one year. So maybe okay. that's it. But it also the color scheme was super simple. Like I, I base coated everything with a spray, essentially, um, <laughs> And then from there, it was just adding details and then bringing the oils on top of that. So it went a lot faster than any previous army I ever painted, just because of the simplicity of the color scheme, I think. Yeah. But the yeah. quality is still, like, I'm I'm, oh, yeah. I'm I'm really happy with it. So Yeah, yeah, they look great. What were you going to say, Niklas? I was going to say that, like, yeah, the whole thing about the, a lot, like, more techniques... And it's fun to to play around with oils and transfer and stuff. Kind of felt like when I started painting fantasy again, that was like it was a nice break away from that. It's nice to just play around with the brush again. But mm-hmm. uh, like variation really is uh, the way the way to keep you going. Yeah, definitely the spice of life. 
I also feel like when I've been doing a, a, a lot of brushwork or or rather when I've been doing a lot of airbrush work, I, I can really long to hold the brush and just, oh, I just want to do something where I'm not nervous about like splashing the entire model, you know, with paint yeah. and go and, oh. um, you know, all these uh, sort of difficulties that comes with the advanced techniques. It's it's definitely very nice to, to uh, use a, a brush from time to time as well. Back to basics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, 2020 is around the corner, so what's the deal then? Do you have any plans for it, what, what's going to happen? Yeah, I I, I want to finish like uh, the Dark Angels I have up for painting before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've actually bought back my solar auxilia from Manfred. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Never sell off anything. Yeah. You'll, you'll <laughs> just regret Again. it. Exactly. I've been <laughs> regretting this since like the day I actually sold them. Um, <laughs> Um, and I'm really happy to have them back. Um, and uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to plan up like a nice little list with them and then just get to it, I think, in the next year. But with, I think I'm going to aim for a new color scheme, but we'll see. Uh-huh. Right now because... they're white and red, and I started that trend with them, but I think I want to go for white and blue or something that looks a bit more loyalist in a sense. Man, uh, yeah, Manfred is like a revolving door with armies. Got he yes, is, he's so crazy. many of them, and then... Like, yeah. you never know what he's got. Like, he buys some, and then he sells another one, and then he's got, like, four fantasy armies now, and I don't know how many heresy armies. Yeah. He'll have to uh, defend himself when we have him on. He still has his demons army, but I'm not sure that he has, a, a like, a an Astartes army. I think he kept his world leaders, but that's it. Oh, yeah, right. Otherwise, I think he cleaned the house. But then, mm-hmm. weren't you going to sell him some Skaven? Are you sure about this, though, Leon? Yeah. Are you sure you won't regret selling your Skaven? <laughs> I think it's like, yeah, that's my fourth fantasy army, and it's the one that I'm the least invested in. And right. I haven't, I've only painted like 30% of it. So I think that's also a good reason to sell it off. Hmm. Uh, but that's just, yeah, it's just a few models, really. Uh, it's, it's only like 60 Skaven, uh, yeah. Uh, clan rats or something so just a but, but, tiny tiny uh, percentage of the entire war wasn't it your your <laughs> your twice, at least <laughs> weren't they your your 13th uh moving box worth of <laughs> yeah maybe, maybe that was it yeah <laughs> maybe that's uh yeah. I, i'm the one who really should clean house man i have <laughs> way too much plastic crack in my store <laughs> Can never have too much. <laughs> no, yeah, it's. Or I don't maybe. know. You can't have too much painted, I think, but you can no. have plastic because eventually it becomes just the stress of having, you know, oh, like the unfinished, the shame pile, the projects. Yeah, exactly, Ugh. the shame pile. Ugh. And the freaking G Dubs keeps releasing new stuff all the time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> fortunately, <laughs> we have been very. Uh, it's been very slow with the heresy lately, and I think that's what I've been catching. <laughs> Because I haven't, you know, I've been focusing on the stuff I already bought. I haven't been buying that much. So that's yep. that's a good thing. No, that's true. Um, it's going to well, end next year, though, with the freaking box dropping and everything. Yeah, yeah let's hope, right? Yeah, let's hope. The, the second coming. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, with that said, should we go to uh, Malmo for uh, the Wargaming Weekend? Malmo Wargaming Weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Uh and which one was this? Was this the oh. 
The fifth Don't one? Difficult questions. Let's see. <laughs> yeah, it was the fifth. Yeah, that's oh, true. Yeah. So, you so the third, and then we missed out on the fourth, and then the fifth got cancelled first time around due to the pandemic, and now they ran it successfully. Five point two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Five point two. So uh, when we went last time, we went. Uh, it was hosted at a hotel. Mm -hmm. uh, was it the same venue or a different one? It was the same venue, which oh. was a big plus. Uh, yeah. it, it was a different room, but the same hotel. Uh, okay. In the event. And I mean, that does all the difference. I think the, that venue is like, it's so nice to be in like a, a nice ventilated big room with good light and like mm. nice floors and just, you know, glass walls. And it, it feels really high end and um, just nice. <laughs> Adults doing adult things in yeah. adult spaces, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and being, yeah, but... Being able to to go to your room easily at night or something. I mean, you're or at morning. You're you're close to the venue and all of yeah. that. Yeah, for uh, sure. And nice places to eat around there. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, have some good uh, kebab or good? Uh, uh, it's called good falafel. Yeah, it's not yeah. really that that uh, like it's outside of Malmo, so it's like this um, big mall or something. Mall kind of thing, so it doesn't really have those nice foods but i mean there's a few restaurants around and places to go for beer and you could even drink at the hotel but i don't think that anybody really did during the gaming but yeah. there was a possibility to do it it Let's keeps go. over to uh, yeah. smash armies right yeah, yeah exactly yeah mm -hmm. and it was it's a it's a big event and i think this year they had the largest number of attendees they've ever had which is also surprising nice. so the, the event has grown tremendously yeah. And I think okay. there were over 200 participants signed up, but then it's not only heresy. There's many war games being played, but it's all yeah, war gaming. There's no role playing. It's not like a regular con in that sense. Oh. It's it's just for war gaming. Yeah. So what uh, other games were there? Um, there were some saga be being played, if I remember correctly, and uh, no flames of war. I think. Uh, but then Age of Sigmar and then 40k was the big thing. Was 40k the biggest? Because I think it was when we were there. Yeah. They must have had a bigger. I think it's always the biggest. Um, yeah. They had over 100 registered players for that oh, event. Yeah. Yeah. And how many, were, how many attended the, the 30k event? I think we were 12 in the end. Oh, yeah. So it wasn't, uh, I mean, it, it like we had a room, a, a quite nice spacious room, but it, it felt kind of, I mean, it felt sort of small, but at the same time, you got a new opponent every time you wanted, essentially. Mm. And um, we, um, yeah, we just, it was nice to, you know, get the time to hang out and actually get to know people too. Because if it's a big crowded event, people tend to, hang out within their gaming groups that they normally play with a little bit more and not maybe so much cross borders. And, yeah. But I don't know, to be fair, I'm like the guest there. But there were people from Denmark as well coming in. And, oh, nice. Yeah, so a bit of a mix. Um, but I think Denmark, Malmo, and then me from the Gothenburg region. Okay. No one from the Dirty K scene? They're not that far away, maybe, but... No, we talked about them, but I... I the, I didn't meet anyone who like at least represented that yeah. region officially. 
for. Yeah, that's it's uh, interesting because at BSK as well, like there were not that many players, but like a lot of players came from far away. Okay. Mm. But it's more, I don't know, it's like it's quite easy to get to with the train and, and stuff. And Malmö is really the furthest down. So people from Stockholm might not go. It's easy from Gothenburg. It just takes you three hours or two and a half with the train. So it's, <laughs> it's yeah, just like next doors, really. Oh, that's very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, was how many days was this event? This was over two days. You could arrive uh-huh. on Friday, uh, but it, the main gaming was on Saturday and Sunday. And how many games were played then? Five or something? Uh, we had five slotted games, but f- if you were slotted in for a session of Zone Mortalis, you were expected to play two games over that ah, okay. Yeah. Um, so there, I think I w- we had five slots in total, but I played six games because we ran a really long Zone Mortalis game on the last... Um, day on the event, me and my opponent, instead of splitting up and, and playing multiples. So still, yeah, still a lot of gaming. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, and um, so, uh, yeah, how many points was it? 3,000 points per side. Um, okay. For the Somortalis games, you, you ran with uh, half of that, so 1,500. But then we and, also... And- we did team games as well. So you teamed up oh, to cool. 3,000 points um, per player and played a 6,000 versus 6,000 <laughs> game. Did you have more time for that game? Because I feel like no, that would didn't. take... No, Okay. <laughs> but um, we, surprisingly, we managed it quite well, I think. And I, I guess that was because we were also encouraged to kind of you know, play simultaneously um, oh, yeah. the, the team players. So you could, you could run... The whole face just on your end, kind of, and do do what you wanted. Um, it was only an issue whenever you wanted to shoot against models that one player controlled. When when both of us on one side wanted to shoot against models that one player controlled on the other side, uh, right. because then they needed like the attention, of course, for different places. But we also like we shared a bit of the model models between each other, and whenever like there were a bunch of saves you know, to be made on my end that my opponent could, or my co-player could take in my stead, you know, they, they got to roll the dice so just to keep things running smoothly. Oh, so I, I, I think it worked out well, but I Luckily, would have seen, I would really have liked to have seen uh, 3,000 point team games instead, like 1,500 points per player. I think that would have been a more sort of quick and brutal dynamic in a sense, yeah. uh, rather than these massive massive games they were a bit slower uh in the well, luckily there was no uh magic face to take up the time <laughs> no but i mean psychic face uh with summoning can be uh, oh, yeah yeah there's those nasty traders now yeah exactly we got the, we got the yeah, I, I remember an event we ran in in Chavde. uh we did like a multiplayer so it was a summer house event but then we did like a big multiplayer event mm-hmm. later on and it was like three players per side. But a good thing about the 1500 points from Mortalis lists as well is that you don't have these devastating long range units. So it's not that devastating when like the, the 6000 point side has turn one yeah. and you swipe yeah. the shit out. Yeah, absolutely. 
that that helps a lot and it, it gets a bit more sort of close and personal when you're running more infantry as well yeah. rather than a lot of big nasty vehicles it's a sea yeah, of marines clashing in the middle yeah, exactly. want. that's that's what's what you're in it for right mm. <laughs> but was but this it, uh, arranged by oscar Victor again yeah, this was arranged oh. by Oscar again. I think Emil uh, Emil ran the last event because Oscar was on uh, paternity leave, um, but uh, Oscar was back now uh, to to host it. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Yeah, I mean he's been I, the the father, I guess, of this event in a way, right? Mm-hmm. Champion Maybe. of the South. Yep. Maybe there's more people involved. I I won't say the, I won't discredit more people for helping him, but uh, but nice yeah, to hear. They- I think there's a, a few of them who's really involved in like uh, writing up the scenarios and uh, the fluff for it and stuff. Uh, yeah. But Oscar is definitely the one who sort of uh, who s- seems to be the most keen on just hosting the event for the sake of hosting the event. I mean, he really takes takes a lot of pleasure in arranging it. That's his game, you know. Yeah, and he, he didn't, didn't play himself. Games, Was he yeah, just? But he, he likes to play as well, but he just loves seeing other people play. <laughs> like that's, yeah, yeah, that's very nice. That's what he loves, yeah. It's good for the community. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We need those people. That helps a lot. Um, but, uh, yeah, so... Uh, uh, and with all the... Wh- what kind of missions were played? Were, was it random every time, or was it, like, table-specific? There were table-specific missions um, huh? and slot-specific missions too. So each um, you were supposed to play a specific mission when you ended up playing a certain points level in a certain slot. Okay. Um, and uh, um, yeah, I don't know if there was any particular sort of strategy behind that, but I think it was a really nice mix of scenarios uh, with uh, a lot of uh, objective hunting and a kind of nice randomness to it. I think the randomness to some of the missions really amped up the um, the believability or the the immersion really of of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, for one, I'm a I'm a big fan of that. I like that. Even even with the games, I lost horribly because of the randomness. <laughs> in it. Rather that than me losing, you know, because I'm a, a really shitty player, which is also. <laughs> Fun fact. But you can at least blame the ah oh, goddamn war of lies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and all the objectives just randomly running in different directions and oh really? Oh. all of them away from my <laughs> army, you know. <laughs> but that was a lot of fun, and I mean, it, it definitely uh, built the narrative aspect of the game, which was yeah. really cool. Oh. So should yeah. we get into your first? I mean, we we like to hear some. Uh, some uh, highlights from your different games. Well, could could yeah. you tell us your, your army? Oh, yeah, smart. Yourself? Oh, yeah. Um, the army composition was... Uh, it was a mix of good choices and bad choices. <laughs> I, I just <laughs> got to start by saying. Uh, so the idea from the start was to run my, uh, my Space Wolves as an orbital assault list with a shitload of drop pods. Um, and then, just for convenience sake, because I hadn't finished my talents, I needed to ally in uh, the Dark Angel models that I had painted up um, for uh, to reach 3,000 points. Um, but in essence, the majority of the list was built up by uh, by drop pods, uh, three three dread claws, two regular drop pods, 
um, two contemptors dropping in those, some Varagir terminators, uh, Death Sworn, and uh, the two mandatory Gray uh, um, Slayer packs. So that was sort of the Space Wolf contingent. And then I had a, a big jump squad and a, a big uh, or, or a suita- suitably sized um, Breacher squad of Dark Angels dropping in through a Termite. Oh, yeah. Because even the allies, I guess, have everyone have to deep strike if you have that. Exactly. Strike. Yeah, everything has to deep strike. So you can't, uh, you can't take anything that can't deep strike. So that was also like... I hadn't planned the list that well. I just, you know, I built this two thousand point talent or uh, wolves list, mm. and it's meant to function well at two thousand points, and I think it does. I just haven't played it at two thousand <laughs> points yet, because um, I think it's going to be quite brutal at that point level. But once you get up to three thousand and you don't add in like real heavy hitters, it doesn't right. really work. So um, luckily, I only had one regular three thousand point game with that list. And the other uh, games where I fielded the entire force was in team games, where I was uh, surprisingly well backed up by other um, well-rounded lists that uh, matched mine quite nicely. Okay. So we that that worked out quite quite well. I would I would say when I played together with others. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so what what happened in your your first game? Yeah, so I, I faced up with uh, Andreas Lindquist playing Emperor's Children in So Mortalis. Um, that was really fun because it was a it was a big win for me, or not a big win like points wise, but I I won the game, which was a big win, <laughs> like mentally because I've I've been losing the last ten games before that that I've been playing. Oh. Uh, so just being able to see that you know like I okay I can run a list properly and I can actually. I can beat an opponent. That was that was a lot of fun, and I always love playing Zomortalis. I think it's such a such a cool system, um, and the tables are always really really nice with all the crap terrain and stuff. So, so what uh, what rules did you add? Did you do the the crazy chart? Do you have we, rending no, a success? No, we had the option of doing it, but you know how easy it is to forget those things. So we, uh, yeah, yeah, we never usually play with that. Usually, it happens at events, and then you're like, "Oh shit, we forgot to roll this for the last three turns." Exactly. Yeah, you should have the rules like printed out, lying next to the table, um, to be able to use them properly. I think. Did, but, did you have uh, reserves? Uh, we did. Yeah, um, I didn't have any. At that game, I didn't have any reserves coming in, though. I don't think I ever put anything in reserves. Oh, did you have to start with half your army in reserves? So that's no. also a, like a Sumertalis thing that. Oh, yeah. I think it, like, it says that you should do that in usual games, but uh, oh. it depends. Yeah, no, uh, none of the missions stated it that we, uh, because it was all special, specially written missions. But I, I guess if it's part of the base rules, then. Yeah, people could have done it, but uh, I didn't see anyone doing it, really. But it, it was a fun game. I mean, Andreas put up a really hitty, uh, close combat-oriented list, and I mean, that's always fun, um, especially when you are you come equipped uh, with a knife for the knife fight. <laughs> um, so that was, that was cool. And then uh, after that, I uh, played Andre Alberts uh, with his Alpha Legion. Oh, uh, shout out to Andre. 
Yeah, yeah, he's such a fun guy. Yeah. And we we had a great game. He he bested me massively, but uh, I think the the narrative feeling of the whole thing was really cool. And we played on a really nice table made by Oscar. Um, just by he has scratch built the entire table out of foam and uh, terrain pieces, and it just looked amazing. Okay. Uh, like a really dense dense Omortalis terrain, but with like higher walls, which actually added a lot to the feeling of playing oh, okay. there. Uh-huh. So that was really cool. So the dreadnoughts yeah. weren't uh, towering, towering above the walls? <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, so it, it was just a really nice, uh, yeah, nice twist there. Um, we played a really random mission where a lot of the objectives moved around a lot. Uh, oh. So we, uh, they, they, yeah, they ended up going to him quite early on in the game, but that also made it really i mean it was really fun just charging headlong trying to take out those units that held on to it and i mean it was a lot of strategy involved in that game too so it was very complex and rewarding for that sake that was cool uh, and then uh, we had a team game me and emil hult who also plays space wolves uh we oh had yeah against yeah. Uh, felix levianius and his death guard and then um, did, did uh, he have his uh, drop pod list as well no, he didn't. Um, he, uh, we talked a lot about the dropout list and how to make it work. And his, his um, judgment in the end was that it, it, it wasn't possible to make it work with Space Wolf. Oh, oh um, really? Properly. Yeah, but he had, uh, he had a case this and uh, some other things dropping in. So, I mean, it was a very mobile list. Um, but it was kind of fun seeing our, our 6,000 point side was deployed in three small vehicles. <laughs> on, our, on our table edge and, and then the entire other uh, enemy force was just arrayed in front of us sort of <laughs> but we we won the game so that was cool oh, no, I'm, I'm, I interrupted you when you said uh, who, you, who you were playing against could, could you just yeah. uh... Felix, Felix Levenius he, he played Death Guard um, so a very infantry heavy Death Guard list and mm-hmm. then Andreas Lindqvist with his Emperor's Children again Oh, uh, nice. Who I had faced in the morning. So, uh, I, I, that was sort of in all corners. I think his. his I played at doubles with uh, Emil in in England actually. Oh yeah. So when did Emil move back? Uh, I don't know. He was only there for a year, I think. Okay. Uh, doing archaeology, I think. Oh. York. So nice. yeah, that, that was fun when we were playing, and we were used to talking our secret language. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Smashing our opponents. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, he's a really good gamer. And I mean, a really nice person too. It's always very... All of these guys are really fun to play with. Just the whole bunch of them. Um, yeah, and then uh, in the evening when I was uh, super tired, I got to face off with uh, Joel Johansson, who made a super cool word bearers list with like this massive fortification in the middle. Oh, oh. And- it was such a novel thing. I've never really played anything like it. And just coming up with a drop pod list against that was was super fun. <laughs> uh, but it, it was also a very, you know, it was such a novel and efficient list that it was really hard to come up with ways of uh, of playing it in a sense. You know, like the, it's sort of how the meta is shifted around when you have something completely new on the table that you have no idea <laughs> how to 
how to approach really. Yeah. Um, but because it, there, it, uh, there's a lot of special rules for. I mean, I, I never brought, but I mean, uh, any uh, fortifications. But can't you bring? Like, oh, I'll I'll bring a statue, and that'll give me this bonus. Or exactly, I'm, yeah. So he had a a few like upgrades on his stuff. Like I think he had like two two major fortifications. Uh, like or, or one fortification with two parts of on it. And those parts had void shields, and one of them had a macro cannon. Oh, shit. Oh, that the Aquila strong point or something? It might have been the Aquila strong point, yeah. Yeah, I, Sebastian has that. Sure. Uh, I found it in the rules um, after the weekend because I wanted to. <laughs> Is this real? Point. Did you make this shit up? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but like, it, it was all by the book. It, it looked really. Uh, really legit on paper too so it, it was all good um but it, it yeah i think it was super cool seeing you know you're seeing a fortification being played on the table like it's quite rare i never face off against fortifications normally do you ever have you ever played any like Sebastian and my club is like obsessed with terrain and fortifications so he <laughs> he's taken that to Barossa a couple of times so and okay. i play against that but like he, he's an exception. Uh, usually, you mm. don't play against fortifications. Yeah, uh, I think seen... it's quite good though. Yeah, Max, yeah, Max, Coop, Max Cooper does it. too. Like... It's like the the tank traps are really good. You can just block off a part of the table against tanks. Mm. Um, but the the problem with fortifications is that they have this this other chart that like you explode on sixes instead of sevens. Yeah, so there's like a big chance of just blowing up instantly. There is, but I I don't think that played into his uh, or to to his disadvantage really at all. But uh, yeah, it's I think it's cool. Like it brings another level to the game, and yeah. just increases the variety of of the types of lists. That it must have looked really cool when you were playing as in like <clears throat> dropping down and just assaulting yeah. this. Yeah, fortress. for sure, it's really really cool. It's Really Planet nice Strike of fifth yeah. edition. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it w- it was nice. How did it nice go? Game. He uh, he beat me. Um, mm-hmm. As I as I said, I think the the list was lacking in heavy hitters. Like my list was really lacking in heavy hitters at this at the three point thousand point level. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I should add. I've been thinking of adding a Marauder Destroyer to it. Oh. I saw one of those uh, DSK actually. Yeah. Oh. All right. How did it uh, play? Was it efficient? Oh, <laughs> uh, the the problem is that it's it's only got health strike missiles. Doesn't have the, uh, the what are what are those? <laughs> They're strength eight, AP two or three, uh, and not the good thing. It's not armor bane. It's not ordnance. It's like thunder. Yeah. But can't but, you just bring the bombs though? Isn't that what it does? Oh, that's the, the regular Marauder. The Marauder really? Destroyer is like a ground oh. attack version. Then there's the Marauder Bomber it has. Oh. But like, not the best bombs either. I mean, the, the problem is that like, the Lightning is just so good compared to that. Oh. So you can take yeah. the Kraken the Penetrator yeah. missiles. Yeah, maybe that's the problem. Take the, the ship that looks the coolest, though. Yeah, I or mean, like, it looks yeah. fucking awesome. Cool like, though. the guy that brought it to BSK, he had to like, sub-assemble it. <laughs> because it's just so massive, can't fit it in the box. Mm. 
Yeah, you just get a Thunderhawk though. Yeah. Leon. Mm-hmm. That would be fucking sick. Mm-hmm. A Dark Angel Thunderhawk. Well, he has a Thunderhawk. I have a Thunderhawk, yeah. Oh, shit. I haven't really decided on where <laughs> to put it yet. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm still undecided on it. I built the whole thing, though. So it's like... Oh, it is uh, completely built now. It, uh, I, haven't, I haven't fixed the last hinges on the yeah. side doors. So, so like, what are you I, talking about a puny marauder if you have a Chad mm-hmm. Thunderhawk? Yeah, but I want to dedicate the Thunderhawk to the wolves list because I'm not really <laughs> dedicated to the wolves. It's just like something I want to have you know, to play with friends at my place or, you know, if I want to bring bring a friend over to an event, I have this army I can, you know, lend them. But what um, about the Marauder Destroyer, though? Would that be, like, a generic Marauder Destroyer or a Space Wolf Marauder no, Destroyer? I think I, I, painted, I painted for the for the wolves, but, like, uh, money-wise, it's not even half as expensive as the Thunderhawk. And size-wise, I think it's also half the size. <laughs> so, it's, uh, like, it's a lot easier to paint. doesn't take all all of your money and um, still uh, po- points cost is also quite yeah a, a reasonable part of the army so yeah yeah but thunderhawks are cool um i've been toying with the idea of where to put it i haven't yeah i i can't decide it it depends on whether they bring out jagatai khan i think as a jet bike model because then i think i, I got to do some white scars and then maybe it would fit better in there so, yeah. he, he, it looks pretty good on foot as well, I, I must say. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, it's a nice model, but I mean, the everybody wants the jet bike version. That's that's why yeah. you want to play scars, right? So that's true. That's true. Um, so, was there anything at the? Was this the end of day one? Um, that was the end of day one. Yeah, and then we went out for some burgers and beer, uh, oh. which was really nice. So yeah. some so- socializing. It's rare. Was it so close uh, by to the hotel, or where, where did you go? Yeah, it was still in the sort of on Hylia there, out yeah. there on the, uh, in the shopping malls. Uh, uh-huh. That was good. Nice, uh, nice. Quiz. Um, Oscar organized a quiz, which oh. was that was fun. Um, and yeah, we we stayed for a few hours, and um, then yeah, people headed home because early early morning. Gaming was to be had. Um, so day two started off with uh, another massive team game uh, together with Oscar Clementson. He played Salamanders, and he also played a drop pod list. Oh. So we <laughs> double double dropping in. You uh, get so- first turn. No, you get first turn. Yeah, exactly. We're good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fortunately, uh, the. Our opponents got first turn, which uh, I think won us the game in the end. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Contest objectives really nicely late on. So, <laughs> um, But it, it was a really fun game. And then we were up against Ewell with his massive uh, D, <laughs> D weapon from hell okay. uh, on his fortification. And, um, and then also Felix uh, with his uh, Death Guard army again. Um, and uh, it was a really fun game. Uh, lots of really close calls, uh, difficult uh, trying to take out stuff with just, you know, this endless barrage of drop pods <laughs> coming in. Um, I think Salamanders are probably an army that excels in the drop pod game because uh, yeah. they, they have a lot of nice shooting. Uh, so regular drop pods becomes quite efficient. You can uh, you can bring in, like, their Melta guns, for example, with a oh, yeah. 
uh, and just delete anything close to it. So that was it was very nice to see that. Um, but it, yeah, a lot a good game. Nice to uh, you know play together with somebody who had experience using drop pods, uh, mm -hmm. learning a bit from that. Um, so that was that was cool. Um, and then for the last game, uh, me and Felix again played Somortalis for um, for like three hours, maybe um, on the oh, same. Game. Yeah. But it, it was a tough contest um, with this these moving objectives uh, running around and his <laughs> his freaking breachers, you know, trying to <laughs> trying to bring down breachers in Somortalis is just yeah, it was just so tough. And uh, yeah, he he took me apart piecemeal, but uh, it was still a really fun game. So super, super cool seeing that play out. Um, all in all, a really nice weekend. Um, yeah, lovely people, lovely armies, uh, fun games. You know, trying out new stuff, uh, gaming again. Just you know, like the first time that me and Andreas sat down with with. Like the models deployed and starting rolling dice, we were just like <laughs> children again, finally <laughs> the game, you know, after like two years of isolation. <laughs> it was just yeah, it was pure bliss, just rolling dice. That was that was really fun. Oh. Did uh, did so, you yeah. have any were there any prizes handing out handed out? There were uh, yeah, a bunch of prizes handed out. Uh I think they had maybe five prizes or four prizes. Um and uh, there were one was one you you had to vote so they were all voting based oh nice, nice. Um, voting and victory point scored I think oh, okay so it was a combination got to vote for best on display sort of and yeah. um and then uh, God I can't remember uh but then victory points definitely played in. They, it was something like uh, nicest opponent, or how do you say it? Like uh, yeah, best, best player, sport, best, best sport, yeah, best sport, exactly, best sport, and then uh, visuals, and then uh, victory points as well. Huh. And uh, I was, I was super lucky to get one of those. I got the, oh. the one for the lowest player base, so em Emperor's Champion. Oh, cool! Yeah, so that was nice. nice. That's, that's a two. Two win uh, streak on Malmö Wogen weekend coming home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> two two out of two times with an award. So that's Steal, all stealing all the prizes. Exactly. <laughs> Those damn Gothenburgers. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I I, um, I think there's such a it's such a nice group of people playing down there, and I can I can really highlight and and recommend going there. Um, for mm. anyone who's listening in Sweden, like and Denmark for sure, yep. um, take the trip and join in the next time uh, Malmo Wargaming Weekend is running. It's a super well well done event. Uh, mm. Lots of nice people, nice venue, um, yeah, nice tables all all around. Just very very good event. I mean, they I think they 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 quite early on got this uh, the sort of bad rep of being the the Malmo meta and the oh they're you know, so dangerous lists down there. And maybe that's scared some people off from going. I don't know. But I mean, yeah, it's... Uh, maybe, but you, you and me went and like, we're, yeah. <laughs> we're definitely on the like top, or bottom, bottom, that's <laughs> on the true. bottom wing of um, sort of 
efficient players, <laughs> if you want to call it that. No, no, um, yeah, and I would agree that there's a lot of they're, they're very nice down there, and uh, and, and, and there's definitely the whole range of of lists. If if I can make you with like my sort of you know hodgepodge list uh, that I that I haven't play tested a single time before the event, and I can I can still have a fun time and win a few games. I mean the meta isn't that bad. So. Mm. Yeah, yeah, there's some really good games down there as well. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, there's like one or two people that bring hard lists, mm-hmm. but like everyone else there is aware of that too, and they're like, "Well, oh, that guy is just playing to win. Just deal with it." Yeah. And th- every community has that. Like every every part of yeah. Sweden has like a couple of people that are okay. bringing I mean, hard that's, lists. That's just the way some people enjoy the hobby, and you know, like yeah. we we still got to cater to that crowd. I think as a community, because some people really love the playing and list building aspect and coming up with the most efficient list they can, mm. and uh, you know, they have a right to be there and to enjoy the gaming with all of us. So we just yeah, got to think- sort of work around it and make sure that everybody has the best experience they can have. Really, yeah. Becomes hard to be like, no, you can't join because you don't have the right mentality, or <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Where do you draw the line then? That's, uh... <laughs> yeah, we can't have that. Hmm. Oh, but nice. Yeah, that sounds. Mm-hmm. So, are you are you excited about uh, more uh, more uh, events in the future and stuff? Yeah, definitely. I, I'm really keen on on going the next time. There's there's an event being yeah. held in 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 the vicinity. Yeah. So at the moment, I I can't travel too much. I was signed up for two other events this fall, but they all fell through with one, me getting symptoms for the first one, uh, and then the second one, uh, just, yeah, just work came uh, came in between and I couldn't make it, so. Oh, but yeah. it's nice to be spoiled for, for choice, right? I mean, that there's it suddenly is, so many events. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. It's just the only thing we're missing now is like a, you know, Warhammer World uh, Heresy Weekender. That's the only oh, event yes. that everyone's keen for and that mm-hmm. hasn't really put up yet in the calendar. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're just, I think the whole world's just waiting for that. But apart from that, the, you know, as long as Corona is, you know, staying sufficiently away mm-hmm. from uh, the player base, and I think there's still going to be a bunch of events coming up. Yeah. yeah. I, think, uh, I think GothCon is the next one that I know of excited for that i think there's one in umu and then uh, he has another one uh, coming up not too far away oh yeah yeah you're right it's now in november even yeah so there's uh, there's at least two other events before gothcon and uh, there's there's probably going to be more once people sort of see that that it's possible to play again yeah nice very nice Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what did you um, favorite unit from your army after the, the event? What what oh. performed much better than you thought? Yeah, I think I gotta say I love I really love the Death Sworn. Um, a lot of people mm. swear by them. I I'm a big fan now. Yeah. Uh, it's so nice, you know. Even though your entire squad is wiped, you still get to hit back with all those power axes and power oh, hits. And that's just, you know, it's so satisfactory <laughs> to actually see that. Um, They're so cool. Yeah. And the models are awesome. They look so dope. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think I really like the Termite. It, it's a oh. very different vehicle. Um, 
it's fun with something that sort of it works a bit like a tank, but it can still drop in. Yeah. Um, and it offers such a nice, um, depending on what you put in it, it really offers a nice solution to get, you know, the correct squad to the correct place. Uh, so from a tactical perspective, I really enjoyed playing with that one. Um, it didn't feel like a, like a drop pod, would you say? Or I haven't filled the drop pods uh, previously, but I mean, the movability of it is is nice. And compared to like the the dread claws, which can also of course move around uh, yeah. later on, I think it's nice that it sort of it stays on the ground. It blocks a lot of line of sight. Mm. Um, you still have some, you know, the transport capacity of twelve models. That's like the key to that oh, to yeah. that unit. Like it helps so much to bring that extra apothecary or character. Mm. Um, so. Yeah, I think I think it's that's a really nice, nice model. I'm gonna. I have another one that I haven't built yet, and I I'm. Oh, I think I'm gonna put it. I was planning it for it in my Dark Angels Force, but I think I'm gonna save it for my Auxilia for next year, maybe. Yeah, we'll see. Hmm. It will be good regardless. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh... And I, I enjoyed watching you paint the first one. Uh, it ended up looking really cool. So it would be nice to they're see what really, you will do with it. Yeah, they're really nice models to paint as well. Like the surface area is so nice and you can just you can just work with uh, dry brushing the whole thing and it will look awesome because of the sort of inherent details of it. And it's supposed to look dirty and like warm. Oh, yeah. That's a really easy thing to get to, to get right. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a good model. I can mm. highly recommend it. Yeah. Easy to put, easy to put together as well, which is cool. Oh, that yeah. So it was <laughs> better than the dread claw. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Freaking hate those <laughs> dread claws. Oh my god, I'm not building a single one again. I think in my entire life, it's just <laughs> torture. Um, you know, I love Forge World models, but just this mix between plastic and resin when you try to like scratch up a kit from two different designs it, it just doesn't work really um but maybe the, the power of cad cad designing will now show itself in the newer kits and stuff hopefully and no. i think they've also learned uh from like mixing the plastic yeah. and and the resin i don't think that they have any newer kits that are actually built <laughs> that way um, probably not no uh... No, yeah. no. Any any last uh, shout outs you want to make from the event or something or? Um, no, not that I can think of. I just uh, I had a good time. I um, I'm really happy that there's events running again. I yeah. think we all are. Um, mm -hmm. Let's uh, let's get our asses in the game and yeah. just uh, keep keep turning up and uh, keep playing and let's make next year the year of heresy. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Hopefully with a box, uh, and with <laughs> and with that, we're let's uh, go on to uh, another guest. So we're back, and now we're going to talk about BSK, the event that went down in Borås, East Sweden. No, West Sweden, East, sorry. West. East, east of the West. 
<laughs> east of yeah. just east of the west coast <laughs> the the most rainy place in sweden uh, anyway oh, yes. and both both our special guest manfred and nicholas attended this event yeah right mm-hmm. B- bsk is always awesome can listen mm-hmm. uh even when i lived in london i went over there to attend yeah. bsk that's and, something and now i'm just uh like an hour or something away so uh, it was really easy to get there. Yeah. So what was the the um, concept this year? How many points? Uh, what sort of games? The concept was um, basically just like uh, bringing the interest back to Heresy after this shitty Corona 2020. Yeah. Uh, I think this was the third uh, bigger Heresy event in Sweden after the restrictions were uh, lifted. Yeah. And third or fourth, I think even. Yeah, uh, something like that. And uh, more or less, the concept was, um, oh, help me remember, Niklas, was it three games of 3,000 points yep. on the Saturday? Yep. And then free gaming on the Sunday and, and Friday for yeah, people so, who wanted to. Yeah, the plan from the beginning from you guys was to like, have games on Sunday as well, but a lot of people would rather just play on Saturday. Yeah, most people just went home <laughs> I mean, after, it is after the Saturday. It is quite a commitment to have the whole weekend for, for gaming, and it, so so it's nice also to get just tired. Be... Yeah, uh, especially like three thousand points. I like I noticed because we were supposed to play on Sunday as well, but I, I was just beat. Mm. Um, and uh, well, that's like the thing that I love about the the heresy events at BSK is that they are the in, in the best way possible. They are quite like, simple. Um. There's just like three games, two sides. You chalk up all the points from all the games uh, for the total point trader versus loyalist, and then you get a winning side. And not that's, too many special rules and stuff. No, and that's like the that's what I want from a Harris event. Like they they are always great. It's like a like a hamburger you can't go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> And were were there um, special missions for each table as per usual, or was it more first round we, everyone plays the same mission? Or yeah, they were yeah. Uh, they were like Turn- uh, round round based missions. Okay, yeah, nice. But but they did uh, five missions, so you could like switch out the mission if you wanted to. Okay, which I had to do at one point. Oh. <laughs> So, so what did what did you both bring, uh, Manfred? Tell us first. What? Uh... Well, I brought some uh, world leaders with demon allies, but this oh, was actually yeah. the first BSK where I uh, didn't play a single heresy game. Oh, uh, because what? we had a new player there who uh, I think he had painted maybe two or three units, maybe eight eight hundred points, uh-huh. and he actually borrowed my world leaders. Uh, oh, cool. figured he could try try out try them out and see. How he likes the game. Yeah. So, what uh, had he? What had he painted? Or what legion? Or I think yeah, world leaders. And I think he okay. painted a leviathan, some tacticals, and some destroyers. Oh, so he could and use then he just them. Borrowed, or... uh, yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. And he just borrowed all the rest of the stuff oh. that I brought. And Very nice. He had uh, a lot of fun. Very nice of you. Yeah, but I, th- I thought it was uh, nice to just uh, walk around and you know yeah. chat to people, talk some shit, drink coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. been so long. Just meeting the people again was great. Yeah, yeah this guy had uh, had three D printers and stuff as well. Which is really, oh yeah, really cool. yeah. 
Oh. It 3D printed, printed a Leviathan, I think. I'm not sure okay. how that works, but yeah. Huh. Ooh. Strange so, new technology. Did, yeah. <laughs> did he seem to like it? Did he seem hooked? Yeah, end? definitely. He seemed yeah. really into it even before the event. Okay, nice. Yeah. And then I, I guess I heard that... Did you maybe bring some fantasy models? <laughs> we actually had a fantasy game on the Friday, me and Niklas. Oh, yeah. Cool. Sixth edition. So well, we love all uh, all hobbies. So tell us what uh, what did, what armies did you uh, play then? Yeah, I brought my Chaos Dwarves, uh, oh, two thousand nice. points, and I brought my Kislev. Yeah, and we played on a jungle, <laughs> more or less. <laughs> <laughs> the terrain was a bit weird, but it was fun. Huh? Yeah, I was surprised how well the dwarves held against the full charge of uh, Griffin Legion. Oh yeah. Today. Yeah, tough. Yeah. Shield wall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So basically, we <laughs> we had time to play like four rounds before we went out to eat. Uh, but they were four good rounds. Some memorable moments, like Munford hitting his own dudes like three times with his artillery. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, just finishing them off. <laughs> <laughs> and also um... that the blunderbusses can shoot through terrain. Yeah. Oh, is there a special rule for them? In they just yeah, they just, just annihilate inches forward, basically. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. So so Manfred put like a line of his blunderbusses against like a piece of jungle, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Oh yeah, I'll just shoot him when he gets close." Mm-hmm. And I was like, are, "Are you sure about that?" And he's like, "Yeah, they can <laughs> shoot through terrain." And then they just rode around this piece of terrain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, wasn't my uh, smartest move. And then he was like. Well, what the fuck do I do now? How do I get out of here? And you're just standing on a line facing terrain. <laughs> and you gotta, like, turn all around and then, like, do a massive wheel or something. It was really hard to get him out of there. But oh. luckily, the problem solved itself because that's the unit that he hit first with his Earth Shaker and then with his Death Shriek <laughs> Rocket, or whatever it's called. <laughs> and then yeah. they ran away. Oops. <laughs> uh, okay. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> Do they don't have do they have like move or shoot or something like that so they can't just no they can like... move and shoot but the problem is that they only have three inches of movement oh god <laughs> so it's really hard to actually turn the whole they can't swift reform and such uh, oh. so they it's hard to turn them around completely yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah but like Nicholas said the problem solved itself okay <laughs> <laughs> Go oh, nice, but but uh, Nicholas, did you get to play? Yeah, on uh, you you played some heresy games. Yep, sure did. And what army did you bring? Uh, I brought my iron hands. Uh huh. I, I brought like uh, most of the, the new stuff I've made since uh, last time, and I brought like all the cool shit that I wanted. Yeah, um, they were not that great, but it was cool. <laughs> yep. I brought all my terminators. On my oh. 20 Terminators. Sector 9 as well? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, play those as uh, just uh, Cataphracti Eye. Yeah. Uh, so those five, another five Cataphracti Eye, and then 10 Gorgons. And I had my three Rhinos, the Camo Rhinos. Yeah. And uh, my two Sicarans and my Lander Discordant. Okay. Basically. Uh, yeah, and I also used some tacticals and a veteran squad in those riders. 
were all the Terminators riding in the uh, Land Raiders? Uh, most of them were walking. Like the okay. the ten man warriors squad were walking with a herald. They were fearless. So I could just run up the table. Uh, and and then the other Terminators, I either put in Land Raiders or they just walked as well. Okay. So so uh, who did you face? What did you play? Uh, first game I played against uh, uh, Mechanicum, uh, this guy who had also 3D printed a lot of his stuff that looked oh. really cool. Okay. He had like a billion thralls. <laughs> like I think a hundred at least. It's okay. Like yeah. Uh, was it like, was it that sort of lacrimata list or whatever they're called, like the flesh? Yeah. Yeah, so you could like bring them in if they were destroyed as well. Oh god! Oh, and I fucking hate thralls so much. Oh. Like, they are so hard to get rid of. You are they to, like, like fearless and something also? Yeah, or... fearless, oh. four up armor save, and f- feel no pain. Damn. And they have like strength six with their chain blades or something. Mm. So you just, like get stuck into this wall of flesh with your superhumans. <laughs> and they used to get stuck there, and they could probably lose. Like, it's so annoying. Yeah. Uh, you have to, like, smash them with Terminators. Out- outrageous. Um, but that was a good game, though. So he had, like, a bunch of Thralls, some Myrmidons, and he had, like, uh, f- four Flyers, maybe? Three or four Flyers? Including a uh, Marauder Destroyer. Really Ooh. Incredible. Sweet. It's a massive plan. Yeah. Um, How did you do in that game? I I lost the game in the end. Uh, oh. So it was like uh, we we built a, me and Manfred built the tables in there. So we built that table oh. like avenue in Gothenburg. <laughs> so it's just like a massive avenue with houses on the sides, and then like a central building at the end of the, the avenue. Hmm. So basically, were, like optimal for your army. <laughs> well, there's a lot of open space to cross, and it was like a short side against short side, and he had like the, the big building at the end, so I was just like assaulting this big building, just rushing oh, forward. Cool. Pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I can't remember what the victory condition was. Maybe it was just kill points. But he he won slightly. It was like it was a good game, because like, if I had only managed that dice roll or something, mm-hmm. I would have gotten a point at the end, and he wouldn't have. Oh, yeah. So that's good. So that close. Yeah, I think it was a, like I I assaulted his Myrmidons and his general last turn, and then I didn't really count on the fact that they also had power fists. Go oh. ahead. Crushed my Terminators. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a really fun game. Myrmidons are scary. Yeah, that guy okay. had traveled fucking far. Oh. In in uh, it was in Idre, I think. Oh damn. That's commitment. Yeah. 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 Because otherwise, they they had some some problem getting people this year, right? Or how many uh, did you end up start? Uh, it seemed like not a lot of people were interested, but then uh, I think we turned out to be fourteen or fifteen players. Okay. Yeah, but that is still like that's that. nice. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, considering both that there was like competition with other events, maybe, and then also that. I guess people are still a bit wary about traveling and playing, maybe. Mm. Uh, 
It was a pretty, pretty, nice. pretty standard BSK turnout. Yeah. Not the worst, not, not the best. Yeah, yeah. It was a fun That's... event. It was fantastic. Yeah, it sounds very nice. And and there were then a couple of new people as well. Oh, at one. At least one. Mm. <laughs> but it's good that the hobby keeps growing. And, uh... Yeah, definitely. But, and how was it in general? Would you say, did you recognize it's like, oh, yeah, same same people bringing the same armies or had people been sitting during the pandemic now and like started new projects or I think one of our power gamers uh, claimed that he'd brought <laughs> an entirely different army and he would lose every game but he, he ended up winning every game <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> but it was a different army at least or? yeah yeah it was very yeah. nice uh, dark angels army oh, okay cool really well painted other than that, you could recognize most armies, I yeah. think. What do you think, Niklas? Yeah. I mean, I would like to see in your, your demons you've been hyping up so much. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll um, face them someday. Well, but they, yeah. did, you, did you bring them in the end? I just had um, maybe a, a lord and, and some lesser demons with me, so it wasn't okay. that much. But still? Yeah. Um, oh. But yeah, other than that, mostly the same, I think. Mm. Um. Yeah, but you don't see those people for like a whole year anyway. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's not like it gets boring to to face them. Like, <laughs> um. So, uh, but the the biggest uh disappointment though I heard was that the 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 damn retro oh, shop wasn't there. Uh, yeah. It's a it's a big blow. Yeah. I don't know though why though. Uh, I hope he'll come again. Uh. Because uh, because it's it's awesome and it's gonna be hard to track him down. Like it's not he doesn't have a store usually. He only goes no, to exactly. those events. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to find mm. his contact information and like go to him. Just browse his. Buy everything. That, yeah. If he had an online store, we'd make him rich. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I mean, hell, he could even try. Putting it on Tradera or something. Maybe he does, yeah. though. I don't know. Um, uh, so, uh, your other games, Nicholas, though? Yeah, my second game uh, was uh, it was against uh, World uh, Word Bearers. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy from Stockholm. Uh, like They usually come, a group of them. Uh, really nice guys. Uh, this time, it was only two of them. Um, and he played his uh, last of the Raided Sun list. Uh, so it's like all drop pod word bearers and a lot of Galvor back. Ah, oh, yes. And it was like a central objective you need to take. And it was a really good game because it's just like this this game where you just like slap each other hands on a table. You just like slap harder and harder till someone quits. So like I, I just put out my guys and then he drop potted with his cavalry back. Uh, it didn't do that much in f- first turn. It's like oh yes, that's my turn. And then I just like clapped a cavalry back unit and then he dropped some more stuff and killed my terminators. And then I came in with more terminators and killed the new stuff. And then he brought in something else and killed those. Just like an eye for an eye for a round. Yeah. Um, but in the end, he won. It's also pretty close, but like he had, in the end, it was just like tactical marines fighting each other because all the elite <laughs> units had just annihilated each other. <laughs> uh, so 
you know, it's just like Marines facing off at the central objective. Nice. Uh, but he had some more dudes than me left, so he uh, took out my guys, sadly. And he also cool. had, uh, he had a centurion left, so, like, could just, like, actually kill something in close combat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I guess tacticals could be at it for, like, all day. <laughs> Not knowing. Flat fight. Uh, yep, yep. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, it was a great game. Uh, yeah. Really fun. And it's a cool table. We, like, or I built that table. Um, <laughs> so it was, uh, like, those big Titanicus boxes that they had built a couple of years oh. earlier that yeah. they used for their uh, Titan games. Yeah, um, 20, looked... 28 mil <laughs> Titan games. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they looked really cool, like a massive mechanical buildings. Mm-hmm. They, they, uh, it was a nice like theme on the table, and then we had like walkways between those buildings. Ah, oh, cool. Did you, did you manage to get units up there? Yeah, <clears throat> I just had some guys some bolter guys standing up there firing, yeah. oops, firing bolters all game. Um, and my camied up rhinos fit in perfectly on that table saw, so like a red ah. desert table. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's a great I thought game. you were going to say that they, they fit on the walkway. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> like oh. a conveyor belt, maybe. Yeah, I'll just plop them here. Um, so yeah, and then my last game hmm? was against uh, World Eaters, and it was a really scary list. They had like two, two Spartans, one with Karn and a bunch of Psychos, and one with Angron with those Terminator Psychos. Oh. So I was like, holy shit, how am I supposed to deal with these guys? Like, I, I have quite a lot of last cannons. But they can't really do that much from the front against the uh, Spartan anyway. Yeah. And like the mission we were handed was like, uh, kill the enemy warlord with your warlord. Oh, oh god! <laughs> and I had like two, two centurions, uh, and he had Angron. It's like, what? How the fuck am I supposed to do this? Yeah. And then I was just like looking at the table, looking at my army, trying to think like. Had to pull out some kind of draw out of this, and then Nicholas, the organizer, kindly suggested that we could play another mission. Oh, uh, yeah. So then we played a mission where you used, you selected the, the enemy HQ level to kill. So then I got oh. to kill Karn instead of Angron. Uh, slightly better, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> there's also it's a, a nicely written mission because you got like. Points equal to how many wounds that target had. If you go oh. for a Centurion, you only get two points. But if you go for oh, okay. Angron, you get four, five. How many wounds? Yeah. Oh, that's smart. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, Karn had three wounds, and then uh, <laughs> <coughs> so I uh, just deployed my Medusa Immortals. Oh yeah, I had some Medusa Immortals. Didn't say that earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, those guys and uh, my Gorgons. They were just like standing in the open, bracing for impact with the two Spartans coming at him. And then my plan was to outflank with my my other tanks to be able to shoot the Spartans inside. And uh, yeah, he came at me, and then he like blew away all of my Gorgons with his eight last cannons around from his Spartans. Ah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
And I thought, like, oh, yeah, well, I got my invulnerable save, my save some, but no, I did not. <laughs> um, and then he he unloaded Karn and his psychos and, like, killed the last Terminator. And then they charged my Medusa Immortals. Um, and at this point, uh, he challenged my sergeant of my mortals, and I was like, "Yes, I would love to have that challenge." And then I threw my demolition charge at him and blew Karn uh, to smithereens. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you did not, you did not know about this risk, or was it like, oh, "I'll take it"? I guess Karn no, w- uh, wouldn't care. Uh, I don't think he faced a lot of demolition charges. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Holy shit! Did yeah, I didn't feel that bad to be honest. It's a bit of a no. dick move, I guess. Uh, nah, I mean you're facing Karn and Angron. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> blowing up Karn like uh, no regrets. Yep. Um. So yeah, that demolition charge is so good. So then he, the the rest of his guys just ran away and they just kept running the rest of the game. Oh, so like uh, it's like twenty. 20 psychos and Karn, and then like their their dear leader just gets blown apart. It's like a thousand pieces, and they're like, fuck this, and just oh. run away. <laughs> so it was really fun. And then uh, my tanks did manage to shoot down his Spartans. Like, he mobilized mm-hmm. one of them first, and then uh, I think they took out the second one as well. And there's like some skirmishes on the sides. Uh, just had to like feed. Angron and it's like was something. Uh so I think they killed like a rhino at the end. Um but I had the field. Killing yeah. Karn gave a lot of points and then I did a secondary as well, I think. So yeah, it's a great game. And he had a <laughs> lovely army. I think he bought it from who did he buy it from? Some some guy that um was also attending BSK. I've oh. seen the army before, it's it's a fantastic army. Okay, cool nice being able to trade every I mean, maybe that would be nice if you get tired of playing the same army you could just maybe you could just trade with someone else and then just to uh, or i mean you wouldn't even have to you could just trade for an event also i haven't really thought about that much but as as you did manfred just giving your yeah. army to someone if it's like oh i played these i mean maybe i wouldn't want to sell uh, my empress children but maybe i'm like ah well i don't want to play them at this event again it would be fun to try out this army yeah. It was really fun. Um, the last BSK I was at when I did the Shadow Allegiance and I borrowed Raven Guard from Eric oh, yeah. and Simon yeah. from Nicholas. Yeah, that looked really cool, also. It's a sweet army. So, yeah, those are my three games. And then we went out to uh, eat. Yeah. Uh, like the, the fanciest outing uh, <laughs> heresy in, event so far, I think. Oh like really? A, a, an actual restaurant and not just like a hamburger place. Oh damn! For sure. Oh, okay. That's a whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> How come? Um, this this Turkish restaurant that Eric really recommended. Okay. Did they have like white cloths the table and stuff? Oh yeah. <laughs> because Turkish restaurant could also be a kebab place or something. <laughs> it's like there's there's only two ends of the spectrum. You can yeah. go with Turkish restaurants either. Yeah. Kebab place or a super fancy uh, place that we went to. 
Okay. Eric was like, I hope you guys like lamb. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's great. Damn. Did you join for that as well, Manfred? Or? Yeah, 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 I did. Yeah. It was lovely. The food was great. And, uh, yeah, mm. we all sat at a big round table. Oh, cool. Tw- I think 11 or 12 of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the waiter asked, where are all the women? it's not what we're here for let me show you my army and and, and tell you this is the the opposite of a pussy magnet (laughs) oh what do you mean this is a bro magnet it's awesome pussy deflector (laughs) but Manfred then as you didn't play that many games but Mm -hmm. um uh, tell us what you've been uh, painting or what's been happening in your hobby. Uh, yeah, pretty much the same as uh, the past year or a year and a half. So uh, not, not much heresy? Uh, not no, much heresy. Yeah. Not much fan- uh, heresy at all, but mostly fantasy. Yeah. But yeah. now I'm starting my New Year New Army project a bit early. Ooh. So I've been painting some uh, old metal uh, plague monks. Oh yeah, even couple of weeks. Yeah, slowly but surely. Yeah, and you got bubonic you got so- court army. Ooh, yeah. And you got some of them from Leon, and some uh, you bought online or something. Yeah, right? yeah. Or in- I found a good deal on uh, Tradera. Yeah. So I got a bunch. I think forty or forty-five metal plague monks there. Yeah. And then I bought some from Alpha Spiel. Some extra Skaven. Yeah. And I saw you. You had like the the plague furnace thing, right? Or no, I I did get a, an old metal screaming bell in. Ah, okay, uh, maybe. I bought from Tadera, and I'm not yeah. sure if I'm gonna convert it to some kind of plague thing. Yeah, uh, feels. I don't know. I I don't like converting old, no, nice old models. It feels like uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the we'll the screaming bell is kind of plaguey in itself, right? Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. Like the, the theme of it. It's usually escorted by plague monks, isn't it? Yeah, maybe. I haven't read that much lore yet. <laughs> but um, I love the rat swarms that you're working on. Oh yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah, it was really nice. They're not just not just square. That uh, you know, they're usually just a square piece of rats. Yeah. Uh, but these were a bit more dynamic, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's going to be fun to try them out. Yeah. But, uh, and what heresy armies do you still have then? Is it just the world eaters and demons now? Right now, I just have demons. Oh, damn. And I am planning on keeping my demons. (laughs) Yeah. Did you get rid of the world eaters? Yeah, I sort of felt like um, to get the heresy hype up again, I would need to make a whole new army. Mm. And uh, right now, I don't have any space for more armies, so... I have oh, to get yeah. rid of something. Like earlier, we talked to Leon, and he was also like, "Well, it feels like people are waiting for the news. Will there be a new box? Uh, will there be new rules? And you know, no one dares to start a new army until they see that sort of." Yeah, I'm in exactly the same spot. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Need some hype. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for now, it's great to play fantasy. Yeah, it's fantastic. I love fantasy. Yeah, all of the editions. So what, um, like, paint scheme and stuff are you going to go for? For the, the Plague Legion? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to keep uh, the main color sort of, I don't know, 
what would you call it, like uh, Sons of Horus green sort of in that direction, uh-huh. or the, the regular Plague Monk green, yep. but also mix in some uh, some guys with good gray robes and brown, maybe black robes, and also different uh, colors of, of their fur. Oh, oh of, that's cool. Yeah, I, I want it to look sort of chaotic and yeah. not just uniform. Mm-hmm. But mainly deceased green, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of plague monks and uh, some, some wizard. Ravage. Yeah, uh, a plague, um, what was it called? A plague lord. Yeah. Plague priest. Then there's some rabid rat ogres without pack masters. Oh, cool. Some uh, plague rat swarms. Mm. There's also a rat spawn, which is a, a single monster. Okay. But it's supposed to be on a 40 mil base, so I guess it's rat ogre size. Mm. But what, um, uh, so did they have, I mean, well, first of all, are you planning to use them in 6th edition or 8th edition, or I guess you can use them in both? Yeah, mainly. I'm tailoring the list to, to be a 6th edition list, because the yep. armor list is from uh, some white dwarf. Uh, oh, oh yeah, so the, there was a special armor list for this plague. Yes, cult exactly. Okay. Exactly. But uh, but I guess it's uh, easy to use in Aether as well. Plague monks yeah. are a core choice there, I think. Okay. So it shouldn't be any problems. Port over. Uh, do they change then, like the army special rules when you take this sort of army? Do they have the more in sixth edition? The change is more what you can equip your units with. Like oh. clan rats can take additional hand weapons, for example, mm. uh, which they can't in the regular book. Yeah, yeah so the... I'm wrong. The list that's in the Lustria book, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Lustria book, thanks. Yeah, they oh. can, uh, I think they can uh, take, uh, like, their plague units are crazier, I think. Like, they, they can have flails or something. I don't know. Yeah, the, the Skaven slaves can have flails. Yeah. yeah oh, damn. But also, they're so diseased that you roll a d6 at the start of each movement phase, and that many die. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Each turn. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it's like get him real quick. It's rabid, yeah, rabid rats. <laughs> yeah, it's a really cool list. Actually, oh. it would be really cool to have uh, like a game against a skink army with that. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, Do but I need to build. find a, a Nurglitch model. I want the metal version. Mm. Oh, okay. Could you? Did you see it at the metal recaster? Uh, no, I didn't actually. It has um, two or three Skaven models. Oh, okay. Not much at all. Mm. We'll have to keep looking. One day, yeah. maybe it'll show up on, on the trading page or something. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. That's good. See. Good to hear that you have some, some fun plans for, for the oh, new, yeah. for next year. And <laughs> so the game keeps rolling. The, um, the 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 point of like being able to port them over, like uh, Skaven is really interesting because they've like stayed the same. For the longest time, like, I remember when I was uh, just looking at the uh, Bretonia and uh, the like third edition rulebook or army book. Just to do some research, I was looking at Skaven as well, and they they were basically the same then. Like oh. a lot of other factions changed completely. Like they there were sea elves, and then the Bretonia were completely different, and dwarves had like gnomes, and they were chaos influenced. But Skaven had stayed the same for basically the longest time. Okay. Also, really cool. sort of, well, rules-wise as well, I guess, more or less, maybe? Yeah, like crazy machines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, it is a, rats. It is a lovely theme. <laughs> yeah. It's I'm, a, I'm, like I'm, the, uh, the most original faction Games Workshop has produced. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I just come, uh, have come to the part in uh, Gotrek and Felix where they uh, are coming up against Skaven, where they're working as sewer jacks in the uh, oh, yeah. sewers of Null, <laughs> which is such a lovely just, oh, what a fun job. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't remember, was it like, <clears throat> was it Jens or someone who was going to make a war band like that? Uh, or like a Mordheim gang with just sewer jacks? I don't know. Would be, ah, it's such a cool idea of having a, like, like a Son Mortalis table, but fantasy, where you're in the sewers, <laughs> and it's just, you know, all the mutants and Skaven. I mean, that, that could work for a, a whole Mordheim campaign, right? That you're, it's almost yeah. like ne- Necromunda as well, I guess, but you're, instead, you're, it's all in the sewers. Because, I mean, there is so much uh, prospects for different stories down there. It could be, I mean, of course, you have Skaven, you have some, maybe the creepy necromancer is down there as well. And uh, <laughs> just the sewer jacks are trying to clear it out. And then you have human, well, chaos. that could be mutants that are outcasts. And, uh, ah, mm, mm, could be very fun. Build a board, Morton. I, I will build it and you will Build come. it and they will come, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and you will come in multiple meanings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to some gaming in and uh, on Erland. Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm going to build up my hobby, yeah. my hobby place. And maybe I can host some sort of event. I don't know how big, though. Uh, depends. Maybe mostly on tables, I guess, or something. You could probably rent, like, a mansion on Erland for nothing. Yeah, 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 definitely. Like a, a big de Gord or something. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe something nicer than that. But, uh, um, or in the summer, when the, when the cows are out grazing, we could just be in mom, <laughs> mom and dad's farmhouse. Just great. You could just, if you need a... To take a piss or a shit, you just can you squat down out, outdoors <laughs> on a like dance bona. Oh, that could be even better, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. Well, I think that's all for our crazy event series. Um, and if do you guys have any shout outs you want to make? Uh, what, what uh, we've talked about events that you have attended, uh, what are the events that are coming up? Did they say anything at uh? At BSK about GothCon, for example? Yeah, we're planning on having a GothCon in April, yeah. like usual, during the Easter. Yeah. Sweet, and it'll sweet. also be a sort of a simple event. Yeah. Yeah, not much special rules and st- such. But I think that's great because, uh, yeah, I've, I've said this many times, but I, I hardly ever play Heresy. And when I play, I'm happy to play the basic missions because I don't, I don't get tired of them. I'm, you know... I I more want to try out the army and stuff. So, uh, and then it's great that we can have events that are both simple, simple, simple <laughs> in one way, and you have these crazy events with all sorts of rules, which is great when you want to try, yeah, to mix it up a bit. So it's yeah. great that we have this variety. So I really love the the concept of just the two sides add up to points, and that's it. Yeah, uh, it's, it's like it's just sort of a good uh, uh, base concept, so you didn't need to change it really. Mm. Yeah, uh, so that's uh, GothCon coming mm. up. Uh, what else do we know? I guess Scandus next year is a given. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and the the Varangian Heresy will probably have a, a bunch of uh, 
different events leading up to Scandus as they usually do, like Lincoln, I guess, uh, and some others. Um, but just check out their their podcast if you want to know more. Um, I, I'm sure the Danes will have a lot of events, uh, and probably there will be something happening in Skåne in Malmö, and hopefully the Dirty K people will do something. I mean, that's I think that's the only event we missed this episode that there was an event in her. Oh, yeah. uh, and we didn't have anyone there at the spot. Maybe we should have interviewed someone from there. But I'm, I think that was the Dirty K people who made that. So, shortly possibly... after BSK, I think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and and surely there m- might be events going up up in Umeå or something as well. But that's oh yeah, north of in, the wall. In January, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh damn! Okay. Okay. So, future looks bright. Uh, okay, thank you all so much for listening. And remember, kids, program gives head and program takes head. Don't lose your head.